I am Mark Fish and you are listening to Hit the Target Podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bits. My name is Carol Shabalala and you are listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bits. Hi football lovers, this is Coach Dylan Kerr. You're listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bits. Hit the Target Podcast. Hello and welcome to Hit the Target Podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bits. I'm your host, Deshaj Partab, and with me in studio today are football analysts Ayanda Bezi and Mark Stradom. Gentlemen, welcome. How's it, Desh? Good to be back. It's good to be back, Desh. Uh, I missed the last week episode, but yeah, I'm happy to be back. Mm, dare I say the dream team is <laughs> back together <laughs> over here. Uh, the MT8 final has been confirmed. Defending champions Orlando Pirates up against Mamalodi Sundowns. Before we go any further, I have to ask both of you, do you feel it should have been a Soweto derby final? Um, I, I think so, Desh, but unfortunately, unforeseen errors. Ref made a few mistakes, but I'm not the person to to criticize the ref and, and what they do, but it's it was clear, it's all over social media now. Mm. The ref made a few mistakes. Um, Castillo with McQuenna, Maseko with Mdansane and the clear and obvious one in the beginning of the game with Peter Shalulile when um Kaiser Chiefs censored the ball. Um the picture showed that he was he was inside of the, the halfway circle, which which is not allowed. So so the rule is when when the, the team with the ball is is kicking off, um the opposition team is not allowed to be in the center circle. And it was clearly um, seen that Shalulile was 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 in the circle at the time that when they kicked off. But credit to Shalulile for 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 pressing um, Peterson and and getting the goal. So it was given. So credit to him. Yeah, he he played on. I mean, the the game is you play till the ref whistle, and because there was no whistle, um, Shalulile had every right to continue and end up finding the back it, of the net. Exactly, and and credit to him for for going for the and he was rewarded with the goal and now through to the final. Mm. I think uh, Safa must uh, do another workshop for the referees again because mm-hmm. there was there was another mistake in another game. Yeah, where the I believe it should have been a, a penalty. That was Amazulu and Polokwane City. And City. Yeah. That was supposed to be a penalty. So I think Safa must do something. But I was listening to one of the shows on mm-hmm. radio. Uh, the former uh, coach, uh, referee rather, uh, Victor Gomez confirmed that uh, he's part of the committee in the SAFA for, for the referees. He confirmed that uh, in this year's season, they will try and test uh, VAR in mm. one of the finals, oh. of which it's NetBank Cup. So which means that's like a stepping stone yeah. for our football to, yeah. to, to grow. Uh, and I really wish to see that happening because like this is uh, the officiating lowers the standard of football that PSL has to offer. So mm. I'm really praying that uh, what he said can come true. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, with a with a, a man like him in the um you know in the decision making areas, it really does give me a bit of confidence and and you know by the looks of it, so do so do both of you. Um so you nodding your head in approval there, Mark. Yeah, um yeah. you know if Victor Gomez was there, do you think it's a different outcome? Do you think Chiefs are actually in that final? Um I, I think so. I think so. I think um, he would have seen um, those mistakes because for for a professional ref, when the game is kicking off, he yeah. should be looking at yeah. it. You know what I mean? 
That's the first he, thing he, he should also be checking. starts. He starts on the line. Exactly. So he missed that. Um, the one with um, Maseko and Mdansen was was Closing in stages, front of him. Yeah, about exactly. Ninety three minutes. I think that happened. Exactly. So so those were two two calls that he missed, and unfortunately, Chiefs are are missing the final. Mm. You know this. Um, I just want to shift the the focus to to Sundowns. Their first game against uh, Swallows in the MJ8 quarters. Um, Temazwane was booked before the game even started. I see <laughs> Kazulu over here is smiling because he knows exactly what I'm talking about. That referee, I felt, set the tone of the game. And you know, that's how these things work. From the get-go, you, you make a call. Like if there's a crunching tackle, if a player um, shouts, maybe swears, you know, do you have a choice to book him then and there? Does he kick the ball away in frustration? Right then and there, you have a decision to make and you have to be consistent because... Um, the, all the calls come into question. Was he consistent throughout the 90, across the first leg, across the second leg? Um, you know, when, when Solos um, did battle against Sundowns, the Sundowns went, the players, and they did their um, salute to yeah, the fans. Almost. Greeting, yeah. Yeah, but the ref had adjudged that to be time-wasting because he had already said the, the game could, could start, you know, and, um, and Sundowns, led by Timbazwan in that one, decided to to go and do their salute and rightfully so was uh Tim was one who was showing the yellow. He couldn't book the entire squad. So what he did was he just showed the captain the, the yellow and then got the game on. Um and crucially, Andile Jali went in for a difficult uh a tackle. He he lunged in and he caught on the Sunland's place. I think it was a seventh minute mark. Yeah. Brandished a red card right then and there. And I think that's consistent. I think Right then, at opening stages, the referee made two huge calls, which really um, showed showed the players like I'm not to be trifled with. And I just want to say, do you guys think like if that referee was was in the, that MTNH fixture between Sundowns and Chiefs, would it have gone a very different way? Well, for me, it's hard to say because in that game that you're talking about, he made a mistake. The goal that Sundowns scored. It was an offside goal. So he allowed the goal, the goal stood, so Swallows were knocked out. So this means that there's a lot that needs to be done in terms of refereeing in South mm. Africa. You know, yes, they are humans at the end of the day. We all make mistakes, mm. you know. So I think Safa needs to go back to the drawing board, have more uh, workshops for the referees, also include the young ones who are also coming from development, like yeah. your APC, Mutsipe, your Mutsipe Foundation, your, your championship, rather. The grassroots level. Yeah. yeah. Include them in one workshop so that we know that when they come to um, PSL, PSL standards, yeah. they they matured, you know, mm-hmm. they understand the game because the same referee made the very same mistake. So it's not like even... I think week in, week out, we see... There's always a decision, a controversial decision. Yes, you see. So I think this goes beyond like... Like Safa still needs more job to be done in terms Mm. of... uh, Yeah, no, Safa definitely have their their workouts out. Um, Okay, looking at at the the actual performance of both Sundowns, um, Chiefs, um, Pirates, and I guess Stellenbosch, which of these clubs actually stood out and say that they will be the future MTNA champions? Was it Sundowns or Pirates or possibly even Chiefs or Stellies? 
if if I look at um, both the semi-finals, I think Sundowns. They're showing for, for me. Yeah, they they they're showing me that they they're really going for the trophy. And I think I spoke to you yesterday off it, and and I told you that they they have a similar Man City story. Like even if if they're playing bad, they still find a way to win. Um, whether they have sus- uh, suspension from players, they have players to cover, quality players coming in. Um, they 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 just know how to win. So it, it showed in in the Kaiser Chiefs game, mm. and it's it's looking promising because Pirates against Delhi's were underwhelming. You know they 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 didn't show up. Um, Staley's took the game to them. They they didn't even score in that game, and um, if if they come to the final in that mode or, or, or playing in that way, I think Sundowns will will finish them off. Mm. But on your note about the Man City esque performance, is that just down to the Sundowns squad and the professionalism of the players, the training, the rigorous training that they get? We can rig out the the travel and you know I guess the level at which Sundowns are operating right now. Yeah, you you hundred percent, Tesh. I think it's just the standards that mm. they 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 keep themselves in from the coaching to to the training staff. Um, it's right down from the owners right down to the players. I think mm. the standards they they keep the standards, and it shows on the field of play. Yeah, just even like on an off day because the level at Basanda um, Wana is so high that they're better than any other PSL club. Do you agree with that, uh, Ayana? Totally, I agree. Mm. Sundowns, like, uh, they're miles ahead of the PSL teams. Mm. No one can disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah, Sundowns are miles ahead of... Uh, mm. Even you you can see their development from their development routes. Like, you can tell the, the style of play, the coaching, you know, the technology that they use, you see. So, they advanced... It's like they're living in twenty thirty, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I think for the other teams is to try and adapt what Mamilo de Sundowns is doing if they want to catch them, Yeah, you see? Because as Mark said, they like Man City, you know? Mm. So for me, I'm not surprised to see the stats that they haven't lost the game, uh, I think, Currently since they, yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah, since last yeah. year they never lost a game. Mm-hmm. So you it, that shows you the kind of quality that they have from the boardroom, uh your chefs, mm. technical staff like mm. it shows that yeah, they mean business. They mm. know what they're doing. And also looking at the sponsors that they coming in, in into the club. You can tell that yeah. They mean business. They eh? mean business. Yeah. Well, look, let me ask you something. In this past week, Sundowns have beaten both Chiefs and um, Pirates. Uh, yeah. What do you have to say about that? No, uh, with the game, even at the beginning of the season, we did say that Pirates seems like a team that can challenge. Number one competitor. Yeah. And looking at the game, yes, in the first half, Orlando Pirates didn't play very well. But uh, coming into the second half, you could tell that there are signs that this is a team that uh, can challenge Mamelodi Sundowns because looking at the the substitutions that they made and the players that they came on, they were challenging Mamelodi Sundowns. Yeah. And I think if they had made those substitutions early, the game would have been maybe ended up with a draw, mm. you know, because uh, Orlando Pirates really came out, really came to the party mm. in the, the second, second half. The second half was... You see? Pirates. And also like uh, 
also it comes back to the referee yeah the decision that he made on that uh, on that day you know everyone is still arguing about if it was a penalty there was a contact or there was no contact mm. i don't know about everybody and, but and, uh, and <laughs> are, you, are you talking about the one on, on zwani yeah you you see you see and uh not that um i'm speaking on, yeah, on behalf of yeah but i saw some of the of the of the clips of uh tembazwane i think they were it was still called uh absa premiership yeah where he dived and then they gave it they booked it a, oh they a, gave him the penalty they gave him a penalty he's not the only player who's who, who was diving who, who's diving yeah. also come up used to dive in mm. it, it was awarded as a penalty okay so it also comes to the intelligence of the player you know mm. the simulation yeah, yeah you have to do something in order for your team to win we call it gassy football mm. you know so that's what that's what for me that's what timbers when it did and it worked in a favor of mamelodi sundowns because at the end of the day what is important is collect the crucial points and we move on. Mm. But that one, uh, sorry, sorry, Tish, that one against um, Timbers one, was that a clear and obvious error for him to get that penalty? Did 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 he really get hurt or was he really kicked to fall in that way? No, no, he was not kicked. Hence, I'm saying he used his his intelligence. So that which comes down to the ref again. Yeah, because he bought the referee, you know. <laughs> He put the referee. <laughs> so it's a penalty. The referee believed that it's a penalty, of which when you're looking closely, it was not a penalty. Hence, if there was a VAR, they would have went and reviewed that decision and it was not... A yellow card for Zwane. Yeah. That's all card. I want to know. Yeah. Thank you. Are you so, saying the ref was also bought against Chiefs in the MTN8? He made hey, those blunders that he made the hey, it was seems like that the, the refs are only favor Mamelodi Sundowns. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I'm not saying they do. It yeah, looks like. yeah. The the way it looks like from the game against the uh, Morocco Swallows, some of the decisions that they were making, and before they played uh, Kaiser Chiefs in the opening game, the goal that Sundowns scored first was an offside. Mm-hmm. Peter Shalulile was on an offside position, and then when Ribeiro got the ball. He passed it to Shalulile, who was on on an offside position, you know. So it seems like the referees are favoring Mamelodi Sundowns, of which I don't think it's true, you know. They also humans; they make mistakes. But if you're making mistakes on a one team, it seems like they're they, supporting. They favoring. Yeah, because also uh the game against the Amazulu and uh Polokwane City, you see. But then it will be like, oh, this referee, it's always when it's sundowns, it's like Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. You make some valid points, you know. Just to go back to the the clash between pirates and um the PSL clash between pirates and um sundowns. You you mentioned the substitutions, you mentioned the second half that pirates are more a better team. You know, I draw a lot of um similarities to the the MTN8 fixture because Kaiser Chiefs, um, well, rather Molefi and Seki made a few substitutions that did change the game. You know, you look at um, Dove coming on, um, marshalling that left back position and um, uh, feeding the ball higher up. Um, even Christian Saile, I think he was on the right wing, he operated um, over there. He um, almost bodied McQuenna um, as he drove to the byline, cutting the ball back. Um, Dupree's with... I want to say man of his 
caliber should have um tucked that away um you know but the same was said for for pirates but do you think it's um it's a case of that simple just bringing the substitutions on earlier no i i, I don't think um they should have brought it on early because chiefs i felt personally they gave a good account of themselves um they took the game to to Olen, um Mamelodi Sundowns rather and um they were just unfortunate despite um the ref making the wrong calls they they could they had chances Dupree's had a chance in the beginning um i felt um some players were were hiding they played in patches in the game um Martz was was out of form um Castillo himself was off um for me, I, I was at the match and I, and I watched it. And for me, the play of the match for, for Chiefs was Matlo. I don't know if I'm, I'm saying it right, but he, he was, he was fantastic. He was, he was, he had the right energy. He took the game throughout to, the to, 90 yeah, as well. Like he, he, he played very up, well. Yeah. So, um, Dupree's must that, that one from Saide mm. cutting in beautiful and beautiful team, yeah. team goal out of So, there. so Chiefs had their chances and, um, unfortunately, Sundowns mm. won the game at the end of the day. Yeah, this comes after uh, to praise after the game. He said he, he also needs to work on himself because whenever when he gets an opportunity, he rushes, he rushes into uh, making a decision. And uh, there was a game where they played against the uh, Real AM. He also missed another chance there. So I think for him as a player coming out to, to respond like that, it shows that he sees that... Uh, there is a lot that he can do and he's working hard mm. to deliver for the team. So it's only a matter of time for him to work on that mistake. And then I think if he can work on that, Kaiser Chiefs can have someone that they can rely on mm. to say, whenever we get an opportunity, mm. we can capitalize on that. Because to be honest, uh, Dupree's when he's got the ball, you can see that he can is, do is, something. Is Dupree's an out-and-out striker? Is is Dupree's Kaiser Chiefs' answer to getting goals? Currently, looking at the uh, striking department, he's the only player that he's the hottest prospect. Yeah, right now, but yeah, he's not. Yeah. To answer your question, no. The, uh, yeah. If I could just jump in here, yeah, uh, maybe move my presenter hat aside and put my analyst <laughs> my analyst cap back on. Yeah, would the forward Gonzalez and Chiva Viro not not working on even? I think Caleb Bonfils previously he was there. Uh, it's just been three hits, three misses. And they're just playing Dupree's up front because he's looking the most lively. He's looking the one to take that ball, run at these um, these defenders, run at these defenses. Uh, and, you know, flanked by Pulemodi and Pozzane, there's some damage that Chiefs can do over there. Um, I'm not sure why th- those three shinings that we have mentioned um, haven't worked out because they do look like strikers. You know, you look at tall, athletic, um, you know, good in the air or rather decent in the air, but just when it comes down to finishing, uh, controlling the ball, they just can't get that shot away as well. Um, and I think Dupree's because he he's he's got that that winger flair. You know, I think at Selenbosch he was he was playing out wide. Uh, now he's playing centrally, and that's just because he has the flair, the attacking prowess to um, win the ball, get the ball, and then just run and and get your shot away. You know. I'm not sure how many shots he end off with at the end of the that day, but um, look for me, he's he's the one to to he belongs in attack. Maybe maybe not the striking birth, but he definitely belongs in Chiefs attack. Yeah, no, I I get what you're saying, but I feel Dupree is is a better player out on the wing, mm. and I think if 
Kaiser Chiefs can get a proper striker, yeah, I think the team should be complete because for me, Con- Gonzalez, the new striker, he offers nothing for me. Mm. Um, Chiva Vito, nothing for me. Mm. Um, well, like high, high profile names, exactly. Yeah. And, and they've, they've come in to, to fill the gap and, and get goals, and they haven't done anything, they haven't showed anything. Especially playing for a team like Kaiser Chiefs, you know. Mm. Um, so if I think if they go out and get a proper strike, I think the team starts to turn around and get um, mm. positive results because the defense is, is quality. I like the defense, the midfield. I think if if they can get a striker to 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 close that gap and and link up with the midfield, I think the team starts to progress in a in a more positive way. Mm. Chiefs have had a very impressive transcendo, you know. Um, the likes of, I just said, Modi and um, Ponsane coming in this window uh, just goes to show that they've really done their, their homework uh, in choosing these top flight uh, starting players at uh, other top flight clubs. Um, and of course, the, the parting piece was Mtetra. Do you think the Ox makes a difference in this Chiefs eleven? Uh, I really do think so. I personally love the way he plays. Um, he's a he's a a good controller of the ball. Um, he he is he plays with his head up. He he, he receives the ball in in tight spaces. He never has an issue. So him coming in the team will allow Castillo and Mar to to push further up. So he will be the one to to control from the back and allow them to to create more chances. Um, in the final third. So I really think it's a good signing for, for Kaiser Chiefs and the quality of play will just lift the standards at the club. Mm. Well, look, um, I guess whilst we're at the stadium, we did ask quite a number of fans, is that PSL title um, race over? But, um, you know, with the with, with seven games into the season, Sundowns have um, won seven, seven from seven. Is, is it actually done? I wonder, or could you see someone like Pirates or Chiefs um, doing a late title charge? No, it, it's not over. It's not over for me because looking at, uh, at a team like uh, Orlando Pirates, they still have like uh, two games in hand. Uh, if they can win those games, I still believe that uh, they can still uh, go on and challenge Mamelodies and Downs because they have like uh, seven points mm. in five games, Yeah, which means Mamelodies and Downs have played uh, seven games and they've got 21 points. So if Orlando Pirates wins uh, they are these two games in hand it will take them to 13 points yeah so i still believe that an eight point gap is still quite um look i don't want to say it's not surmountable but it's it's still a tall order because it's sundowns and you know you look at your head-to-head fixtures yeah it's my melody sundowns but then at the end of the day you are orlando pirates and you see that you still have uh, a chance to, to challenge Mamelodi Sundowns, the only thing that you need, and I said this before the podcast, that Mamelodi Sundowns, they make sure that when they play those teams that are called... The so-called smaller teams. Yeah, smaller teams. They win. They win. They make sure that they win. So if you want to challenge the league, you must make sure that you collect maximum points in those teams that you say no, especially yeah. when you're playing at home. Yeah. Home games, you must make sure that it's a win. Mm. And, and a convincing win, clean sheet, goals. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I, I still believe that, uh, yes, Mamelodi Sundowns are playing good, but they are beatable also. Mm. They will drop some points along the way. But w- one thing about Mamelodi Sundowns is that they make sure that once they hit the ground running, 
they go and you can't catch them. Mm. So in order for you to catch Mamelodi Sundowns, you must make sure that you win all your games. Mm. In a way, I guess you sort of answered my next question, which was going to be, is this Sundowns team beatable? And you just said that they can be, but maybe not. Maybe let's leave the MT8, uh, let's leave the PSL conversation for a bit and return to MT8. Pirates are going to do battle with Sundowns once again. Um, have you been convinced from what you've seen from Sundowns? Do they, do they, do they take the, the MT8 or does Pirates defend it? This is going to be a, a hard game. Hard, mm-hmm. hard Revenge to, match too. Yeah, hard, hard game to predict. But there's no Chiefs and Pirates won the second half against Sundowns. You know? Yes. And this is in the past week. Yes. Uh, I think when they go back and analyze the game, surely they will start from the game they lost against the, uh, in the Kev Champions League, Orlando yeah. Pirates, building up to the final. Mm. They will say, where did we go wrong? You know, I also think if Orlando Pirates can start to rotate their squad, I think that also had an impact on mm. them losing the three games in a row. Yeah, had they rotated the players, mm. I think Orlando yeah. Pirates would have been different because you're going to play uh, Mamelodi Sundown. Some of your players are tired. Yes, they rested some of the players in the CAF Champions League game, but you're coming also into the game against Mamelodi Sundown. Some of the players, the momentum is is not there. So I think they need to start rotating players mm. because I believe they can challenge Mamelodi Sundowns. We saw what they can do in the in the game against the Sundowns in the DSTV Premiership. So this will be one of the uh, games of the season we're going to see that we'll say. Mm. If we go back at the end of the season, we say which game of the season was your game, I'm definitely picking the MTN final. Then South Africans they're looking forward into yeah. this game. Surely they're looking forward into it. Looking at the way Orlando Pirates played, and they showed that they do have uh, players that can go pound, pound, pound for pound with mm-hmm. uh, Mamelo de Sundowns players. And also Mamelo de Sundowns won't sit at the back. So it's going to be an open game. We know mm-hmm. when it's Orlando Pirates and Mamelo de Sundowns, that game is always open. There will be chances created, but it's only about who converts those chances into goals. Mm-hmm. Orlando Pirates if they can uh, stop making uh, more mistakes at the back, create chances and convert those chances. Because I think they created in the second half about three or four chances. That Clear cut opportunities mm-hmm. that could have, yeah. You, you see, so that tells you that it's going to be one of the games that mm. everyone is looking forward to see. Yeah, just listening to you, like giving me goosebumps over the way you are holding this matchup. And, and you know, I agree for good reason. Um, and, you know, a point you made, a valid point was with the squad rotation. You know, you look at players like Mofu King on the bench, Erasmus on the bench, um, Kapinga came on, uh, Miguel Tim as well. You know, just a solid player to be bringing off the bench. Um, the you, squad... Yeah? You still have your Vincent Pule, who hasn't played mm. this season. And I wonder, Notch. and I wonder oh, why he's playing, not been on on the bench mm. because he signed a new contract which shows that the player is on the coach is committed club. yeah yeah he's so committed to the club i was expecting maybe to see him maybe on the bench but he's not been there but we don't know because the coach is the one who's always with the players knows what goes on yeah you, yeah. you see but you, you can see the quality that they have there just to have those 
kind of players like they bring experience to the to the young players mm-hmm. they i yeah, think and then why don't you go and use them in in these fixtures you know yeah you see just to mm. ease the the other players you know? mm. yeah. and also increase the competition in the squad because if you're a player and you 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 know that if you maybe allowed to have a bad game you might just like let your standards slip just because you know your position is guaranteed in the team but you know if you were being rotated uh maybe not week in week out but after two games three games you yeah. you substituted i mean you know we mentioned um tim and you know i'm looking i'm lord and i'm thinking should he have been the man to start that fixture i think tim was coming back from injury but um i think in the middle of the park still he's still he's had um the one over um and lonlo and company in that one yeah yeah i know you you're right Ash. um and lonlo I, i don't think he is the type of player to to play in the defensive it midfield like a CDM, alone yeah, yeah. cdm position so he doesn't have the the body for that he's he's a skillful player he's a top top player i like him personally but to play in that role as a defensive midfielder alone is it's not for him and having miguel tim back is a is a positive for orlando pirates because that is his position um he does a quality job and that will also allow lundlo to to the push freedom, forward yeah. and also allow maswangani to to have that free role and and not limit him to 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 hold his position in the middle because he's more effective in the final third he's, he's skillful he's creative and as you saw Desh, at the stadium is he's a quality player mm-hmm. he does everything goes through him yeah. and and if he's if he's um um showing up on the day um pirates could be dangerous mm-hmm. Do you think the three straight defeats for Pirates is down to the lack of squad rotation? Um no, I don't I don't think it's it's squad rotation. Um they were just unlucky in in those matches, especially against um um Stellenbosch in the in the second leg. Um the goal went through a group of bodies and deflected in. Um they didn't manage to score. They were threatening. They were just unlucky. Um Pirates do have a big squad this season. Um, as you saw, um, the right back wins of Shandu came on, Tim came on, um, Erasmus can come on for Lepasa. Um, as uh, I understood, Paul is still there, so they they do have a big squad. Um, rotation d- does help, but you you need to have that that sort of identity in the squad mm-hmm. where where um, certain players will always play. Yeah, not not every game, but most games, those players you will see in the squad. to have that sort of rhythm and and you know the balance in the squad the structure of the team exactly so so i i do think they they have the the squad and rotation will will come into to good play as the season progresses mm. well look the the mighty buccaneers did um, lose on the day but they went through on the away goals rule it was a bit controversial but do you think the away goals rule should still stand in cup competitions i mean look at the champions league have done away with it um you know other top flight clubs uh competitions rather and um yeah us in south africa we're still living in yesteryear <laughs> that love tells me everything I, i don't want a biased answer i want a neutral answer <laughs> can't give it no i think i think for me it should stay all right yeah why so no. netbank cup and ask again no because <laughs> it motivates the teams to work hard in the first game you see because if if kaiser chiefs worked hard in their first game they would have progressed to the final they would never said ah oh, the ref ref did yeah. this so 
So, so as you're saying that, was Steelers' hard work in vain then? Because they won the game? Yes, they won the game. But they're not in the final? But they're not in the final. That's so the, what's the hard work for? That, that's the sad part about it. They were supposed to defend the, the lead at home. You see? Yeah. yeah. So they would have progressed into the final. But then, it is what it is. We don't make the rules. So mm-hmm. the teams who work hard, they must progress to the final. <laughs> Well, look, the, the mighty Buccaneers are in, in the final. They will have the chance to defend the um, MTNA trophy when the two sides um, meet in Durban and Moses Mabida next week, Saturday. Um, gentlemen, final thoughts on the, the fixture? Ooh, this is a, a big one, but I'm going with a Pirates 2-1. Mm. A Pirates will lift the new trophy. <laughs> Because Thank you, they been... kept the original one. Because <laughs> they said, ah, this team has won the trophy Too many. more than, yeah, so <laughs> They'll be the first team to, if, to lift in the, the new, new MTN. The new look. Yeah. Look, it's, it's, it's going to be a top game. It's going to come. They, I think these two teams are, are, are the best in the country and it's going to come down to fine margins together. Wouldn't it? So whoever makes more mistakes on the day will be punished. Will be punished. Mm. Thank you so much for your time, gents. Thanks again, Dish. Thank you. Up the bucks. <laughs> Target Podcast.